You're listening to a podcast made the Johnsonville way. Krista's not here with us today. Normally, she's here corralling Jeff and I, keeping us in line. Unfortunately, she's out with a little bit of a back issue. So, uh, Krista, get well soon, and uh, we can't wait to have you back on the podcast. Uh, That being said, good luck, audience. Good luck, audience. (laughs) Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the John Seville way. With me, I have... Joe Husman. Are right, you guys gonna edit that out or? That was and bad. Hold on, we us our guest yet. Will be. Oh, I'm Kurt Narika. <laughs> there you Hello, go, everybody. All right, now that we got those awkward introductions out of the way, let's get down awkward. to the what meat and potatoes of this. That episode. was not awkward, Jeff. I don't know what you're talking. I'm about. awkward. <laughs> <laughs> If you address it, it's less awkward. <laughs> or it gets worse. Oh, my God. Either way. It is a Friday. Um, <laughs> here at Johnson. Early afternoon. Uh, we're, we're, we're struggling here to, to get, get it up and going. Yeah. So No, Joe and I are good. You're, you're not awake yet. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still working on it. All right, Kurt. Why don't you start off by telling us a little bit about your Johnsonville story? Yeah. Uh, so I've been with Johnsonville for... Uh, about a decade or so, I started out, spent... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I've never heard anybody <laughs> no, clarify it as a decade. We've done this a couple times now. Uh, I think quarter of a like fortnight. Or so. okay. Quarter of a fortnight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His old-timey speak is really throwing me off. Yeah. Loving it. It's, uh, okay. No. I, All right, decade. <laughs> what? Sounds like so start? morbid. <laughs> uh, no. So I started uh, in 2008, January of 2008. See? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Very cool. I was June, though. All right. Not Juno. I was June, Juno, though. you come from Juno. No. No, I did not. Um, no, I started in 2008 with staff management here. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. And uh, I almost got fired from staff. Okay. <laughs> Do we want to talk about this? this? I was just a... He's never gotten it off his chest. 18-year-old. Like I was a terrible employee, so I, <laughs> I'm not mad at anybody. Um... Oh, man. I, That's but, awesome. I really love your honesty. But uh, it's, it's, a hey, true, it's candid, a true story. Candid, it's yeah, yep. this is a candid conversation yeah, we're having right here. It's one yeah. of those things. Uh, no, but I, I worked with staff management for about two years, or a little over two years. Okay. And uh, then got hired on. Uh, I started out working pack sanitation at Meadowside. Okay. Okay. Uh, shortly thereafter, about a year or so after that, started uh, as a line lead with that. Oh, so wow. a little entry level leadership, getting getting started. Uh, did that for a couple of years. I spent about nine months after that working uh, additionally as a backup for food safety quality. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then shortly after that, I moved to the impingement line online uh, or at Meadowside for their startup of Second Shift. 
So I worked there as an assistant team lead for about two and a half years. Wow. A little more than that. And kind of just realized that that, uh, I I got into leadership to be able to help people with development. Definitely. That's really my passion. Mm -hmm. And uh, I found that I wasn't, you know, probably 90% of my job there was fighting fires. Yeah. Just keeping the line running. Sure. so decided that, and, and I had been kind of building my career towards ODNL for a while, and so decided to kind of take a career path change, uh, and took a blended role as a learning coordinator. Great. And found that that was awesome. <laughs> uh, I get to do a lot more. Phenomenal. Than, yeah, yeah. Uh, working with you know member development a lot more than I was. Mm-hmm. Love mm-hmm. that. And I did that for. About a year, and then I became a full-time learning coordinator. Awesome. So I've been doing that for Good about for six months. So overall, I've been here about 10 years up to this point. Okay. <laughs> that is neato. Yeah, since I was 18. So this is... It's all you know. That's all I know. <laughs> You're born here. There are a lot of people like that, though. Yeah. It's, it's totally okay. And really, like, where else, you know, I, I hear about some other place. You're going you're gonna to have to cut this out. <laughs> no, but some other places don't, you know, a lot of places don't get the types of opportunities that we get here and, and just the support and um, even, you know, supporting me getting back into school and tuition mm-hmm. reimbursement, member development, all those things um, really allowed me to start a family, to wow. um, buy a house, to get married, you know, yeah, start cool. my adult life. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. I have a feeling there's hundreds of those stories. Yeah. Within I'm, these hollowed halls, hallowed halls. I 100% agree. Yeah. Well, and, and really, too, like, I mean, I probably could have worked other places and started a family, you know, but mm-hmm. but it really was, like, the, mm-hmm. it, it allowed me to take those steps. Oh, like, yeah. Like I remember a, my first GP check is what bought my, my wife's engagement ring. I got a, when I, when I uh, became line support at Metal oh, Side. Sure. I, I heard that I was getting, you know, getting that promotion and yeah. I was like, all right, I can get that engagement. Yeah. You know, it's, it's true. It, you know, those little stories like that, I mean, those are important to, like you said, raising or starting a family and. So. Well, and, and, and kind of that principle that, you know, the, the best job security that you can have is by being robust in your oh, skill sets yeah. and just being, being prepared that way. And then that syncing up with how Johnsonville will let you, develop yourself and round out your your you know your yeah, background here and, and set yourself up for future promotions like these. right yeah the w- exactly yeah so so Johnsville really must have taught you a lot because the beginning of your story was you not being a good employee <laughs> so they yeah. made you a good employee essentially they did so. <laughs> i uh well i i had started going uh to uw sheboygan okay started for uh elementary education and Started working at Johnsonville, you know, uh, just just for something to pay the bills, get me through whatever. But I was a bad student too at that time. <laughs> Horrible. Well, everybody's not a great student at eighteen. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm thirty-one. I'm not a good student. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it straight up. Uh, more no. So just being able, like, I dropped out of school and moved back in with my parents. Had you know. $10,000 worth of debt from that and mm-hmm. was about to lose my job. And I was like, I need to turn this around here. So right. that's awesome that it, it all worked out. Yeah. No.
All right. So now that we've got Kurt's story, let's transition then to what you do off the clock. Um, so I've got my note here says you're a big carp fisherman. Is that is that right? Yeah. I okay. uh, so and this was never something that you know growing up I thought would be a a, a part of my. So, but did you did you fish when you were younger? Then I mean, is it in your family kind of thing or? Yeah, okay. I mean, pan fishing, little little okay. fishing here and there, um, and I kind of started getting back into it just as a hobby when I was a little bit older. But uh, when my wife and I were looking at houses uh, in in Waldo, the town that I live or the village that I live in, where it, where is Waldo? <laughs> oh, done, done with this. <laughs> Joe's being mean. I am not. He asked you specifically, don't no. ask where Waldo is. It's the worst joke ever, Joe. <laughs> but what if there's don't. someone from, like, Louisiana listening to this? Joe. Joe. It sells on 57. I mean, it could. <laughs> it yeah, was one rule that we tried to go by, and you just, it's no, respect, no respect. No um, respect. I couldn't. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So anyway, where is Waldo? <laughs> okay, how about this? Please provide me directions to sure. Waldo. Is that better? Is that better? That's wonderful. I okay. the fact that there's a town called Waldo, and I've grown up in this area. It's not a so town. It's not big enough to be considered. It's, it's unincorporated. Uh, yeah. I mean, wow. I I didn't realize. That. I thought it was, it worth was a Google a, check. Yeah. There's like 500 people. It's a village. It's. So I grew up in a little town called Decada, okay, Decada, D A C A D A. Was it South, South. Decada or Lake. North Decada? Um, I lived downtown, so I was like right in the middle. Downtown of, Decada. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, that town is unincorporated. So the fact that it shows up on maps is amazing. We have more people in the cemetery than we do in the houses that are there. So that's well, and and the average age of people in Waldo, there's like 500 people that live there. Okay, and the average age has got to be like 85. I don't know. Uh, there's there's nothing that goes on, but the lawns are immaculate. Fantastic. I mean, <laughs> a lot of free time. Yeah, a lot of there's there's never mail in anybody else's mailbox for more than like 10 minutes, and <laughs> it's scooped up. Wait, wait, wait. So, like, the neighbors are going to get other people's mail? No, like, they're just, that's like a daily Oh, I see. You know. Going to get the mail. And what doesn't make sense to me, like, both of my neighbors have plenty of free time, Uh but uh, lawn service on top of it. So, while their lawn already looks way better than mine, they still, they they have to just take it that one step further. So, they, they really concentrate, like, they've got glorious... Ferns and stuff, or like, uh, <laughs> I don't, no, man, I don't the, think so. <laughs> break this down for me, please. Like, Are you saying like they've got like really nice looking lawn gnomes? Yeah, no, they have like nice looking lawn. Like, I think the train went off the track a little while ago. Oh God, this is so bad. lawn gnomes. Anyway, so you and your wife were looking for a house in Waldo. Yes. And this is where uh, you grew up in Waldo then? No, I grew up in Keele. Okay. And my so wife then is from Howard's. Okay. Uh, so why Waldo then? We just uh we wanted a house not like bigger city. Okay. You know, looking for things that were affordable. Mm-hmm. Um 
And we looked at a couple in Waldo, and across the street from my house, I could see the Waldo Mill Pond. Oh, and okay. there's the Onion River runs into that. Uh, so I was like, this is rad. Like, there's, I can go fishing right here. I can walk across the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And life is good. Okay. Oh, wonderful. But uh, so the first, probably the first spring that I was there, I started, you know, I went down and I was like, oh, I heard that, I heard that there were like northern in there. So I was like, cool, I'll, I'll catch some northern. And uh, and I started fishing, and I was like, "Well, I'll see if you know I can if there's panfish because I wasn't catching any northern." And something tried to like take my like topwater bait, hmm. and uh, but wouldn't. But I was like, "What is that?" And I started asking around, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that was like it might have been a carp that came up." And oh. this, I never like I never knew anything about carp. I didn't care about them, and uh, but then like. Talking to people like it's a thing, you know, it's a thing there. And uh, carp fishing, carp fishing in Waldo is, a, is thing. a thing. Carp fishing is a thing all around. Okay. I mean, there's there's carp right everywhere. Right, right, right. Sure, actually, okay. in in Europe, it's like a fairly large like game fish. Sure, people eat it. Yeah, I know that carp are on the menu, you know, in some parts of the world. So what is the American stance on carp? Or the Waldo stance? Well, I would say the American stance. uh, Carp are widely known as the gas station burrito of the sea. (laughs) Jesus. That's a terrible moniker to have. (laughs) Wait a minute, wait a minute. You you can eat them, but it's at your own risk. (laughs) Oh, no. It's a built-in colonic. (laughs) That's what I was going to say, but I didn't want to. So thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. Okay, so we're so, not really. So it's a catch and release kind of fish, right? No, no, no. I don't. No, I, Kurt, yeah. please help proceed. me out. Here. Yeah, let me let me catch you up to speed <laughs> okay. here, guy. I'm um, not a fisher. I have no idea what's going on. A fisher man, <laughs> a fisher person, fisher person. Uh, no, carp are neutral. carp are an invasive species. Okay, um, and they'll they'll roam around everywhere. I okay. mean, they're uh, they're they're. Known worldwide as the uh, the transient folk of the waterways. Okay. Um, wow, this has got a lot of monikers. Of <laughs> yeah, carp. it really does. People I mean, know them. Yeah. People okay. know them. Okay. Um, <laughs> so basically, carp. You know, they they were brought into. I want to say it was somewhere down south um, mm-hmm. to take care of a specific problem. They were brought in and they started to spread. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And. Carp are very destructive. Like okay. they'll eat, they'll eat vegetation. They'll ruin, ruin. Uh, you know, they'll they'll mess up living conditions for a lot of other fish, um, especially vegetation, being that you get the plankton and all mm-hmm. stuff that other fish eat. Sure. Uh, so they basically just destroy all that and make waterways inhabitable. Wow. Um, so the idea then is to catch them and then just. Put the, them back. Okay. All right. Yeah. And it's, it's, okay. So you're doing this a service to the other fish and the, to the environment. Yeah. You can catch and release mm-hmm. um, whenever possible, though. You kind of don't want to. Okay. Um, it, especially the the river that leads into Waldo is the Onion River. Okay. And from what I've heard, it's the only naturally reproducing trout stream. Oh. Okay. In Wisconsin. Shut up. That's so really cool. Yeah, some, does that run right into Lake Michigan? Uh, it snakes around. I'm not sure exactly. I believe. Wow. I think doesn't you would think right. All of them don't all. Do. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all rivers lead to Lake Michigan. <laughs> okay, all right. 
<laughs> Every one of them. <laughs> um, Joe's going to Google it now. <laughs> um, so you got into it uh, because you were fishing, pan fishing, whatever, and then somebody said a carp probably tried to grab your bait then. And so then you were like, all right, let's get, get these guys or what? Yeah. Well, and, and I just wanted to see, you know, what it was all about. Never mm-hmm. caught one. But I heard that carp grew to be really big. Okay. Like people have caught 100-pound carp. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, now, granted, in the in the streams and the small bodies of water sure. here, um, they don't get that big. Okay. But I was looking at, I had a bunch of ultralight pan fishing rods mm-hmm. uh, and setups, you know, four-pound test, six-pound test. So I was like, well, if I catch a carp that's gonna be that's gonna be a fight yeah yeah um and so i set up i thought you know i had always known that well carp will eat corn they'll eat they'll eat basically anything Anything, sure uh so i just set up a couple of couple of lines off the bottom and um started catching fish okay okay and uh but being that you know and, and i even i've moved down to like two pound test um really like figuring out what what can I make the most challenging. And so I'll have 15 minute battles with with carp just trying to get one in the boat. So wait, you, know? you sure. use low pound test to catch yeah. carp on purpose. Wow. Cuz if you use, you know, if you catch a a, a 5 pound carp but you're yeah. on 30 pound test, you can just muscle them in and right. it doesn't matter. Yeah. But That's awesome. If so you, you, use, you you really truly think of it as a sport. I mean yeah, well, it, really, carp are very smart fish. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very adaptable fish. They're very cautious fish. And you use a low pom- or a low um, action rod as well. Yeah, like the types of rods that are meant to catch, like bluegill. Okay, I'm reeling in some big old six pound slops on. Wow, wow. No, it's a. Uh, I mean, six pounds isn't doesn't seem like a big fish, but on two oh, pound no. test, yeah. Uh, if they, if the fish wants to run and start taking line, you got to give it to them. Mm. Cause I mean, I've, I've had fish go 200, 300 feet upstream oh, wow. and almost run me out of line. Wow. Just because that's what you have to do. So, um, now you're not just, well, I guess you probably could be, but just on a normal Saturday afternoon going carp fishing, there are actual, there's a carp derby that you. Tournaments. Yeah. There are. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a huge thing in like Europe, but. It's a pretty huge thing in Waldo too. Okay. So you got, I need you guys to realize, like the biggest events that happen in Waldo every year, <laughs> they have a yearly pigeon show, which I don't know. It's a believe me, I it's I a really real hope thing. Someone here at Johnsonville. Yeah, if you're part of the pigeon thing, yeah, you, let, us, let know, us know. I almost we went to it because I wonder, like, okay, we'll do some scouting for us. When is do? this? Is it like they soon-ish? just had the pigeon show? Oh, yeah, like two weeks ago. Now I'm upset. Now I'm upset. Okay, so you got the pigeon show. There's the pigeon show. Uh-huh. There was uh, a couple of months ago. This was the first time I've seen this, but there was. Uh, they just had a big sign that said, "This ain't your granny square dance." <laughs> Sunday and from this is four what, to at six. The town hall or something or what? It's uh, the memorial hall. It's kind of just a big usable space. Wow. Um, everybody that I I didn't see anybody like our age there at all. <laughs> Wait, did you go? No. Oh, okay. Oh, no, <laughs> you were just scouting. <laughs> Peeked in the window. Yeah. All old people uh, gotta go. Uh, no, I I live close by, so I gotcha. I see okay. these things going gotcha. on. Uh, and then there's a couple of like uh, roller. Like, they'll just set up roller skating for the kids in the summertime. Huh. And then there's the farmer's market. And that's it. 
Wow. So, okay. But then the Carp Derby. So the Carp Derby is big game in Waldo. Wow. You know, I kind of, I think of it like, and we'll get into this, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. in Waldo, if you've won the Carp Derby, it's like people know your name. <laughs> really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Big so, time. So have you won it then? That's the question. That's the thing. I have. You have. So people <laughs> know you now. That's the thing. You're, oh, yeah. you're big in Waldo. <laughs> I'm pretty big in, in Waldo. Oh, my where gosh. There's 500 people. No. Um, yeah. So they, they have this derby every year. And they've only had maybe six or seven of them. A um, couple of two-time winners. Couple of couple of previous champs. Do you know how long this derby's been going on? Uh, since like 2011, I okay. think. Okay. All right. But uh, but yeah. So you know, people know people know your name if you won the derby. Mm-hmm. It, it you know, and I've had some friends that like a couple years after because I, I I think I won in 2015. Okay. Uh, and since then. Because they started calling me the Carp King. Oh, Carp. Wait, wait, who's they? They just, my friends just, uh, okay. Okay. you know. Not just, like, not, not Waldo. Waldo. No. <laughs> well, maybe, I don't know. Hey, there goes the Carp King. Yeah. Hey. But, uh, and then that, that turned into, well, I guess, it, I, guess I should say it started with, uh, because carp are a bottom feeding fish and they're mm-hmm. kind of, they're similar to a catfish that way. But uh, my friends started calling me Dirty Kurt first because I would touch these fish. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, so then it, it turned into Dirty Kurt Carp King of Waldo. Jeez, wow. It's a mouthful. It's, it's a title. Is it on your name tag? <laughs> like at your desk? Is they're working on getting my email changed over. Okay. okay fantastic. Right. Great. Yep. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I lost where I was. No. <laughs> dirty, <laughs> so dirty Kurt, the Carp King of Waldo. Yes. That's oh, what we that's left so, so they were saying that, you know, you haven't won in a couple of years. You can't call yourself the Carp King anymore. Yeah. Oh. Especially if there are two-time winners and you've only won yeah. once. But now, is this like an MVP? This is like, yeah, this is a big deal. Yeah. But the thing is, it, it's kind of like when, when people see Mike Tyson, they still mm-hmm. call him champ. Sure, you know, it's yeah, like but clearly one, your your friends need more. They need more from yeah. you. Well, they're clamoring. And quite <laughs> frankly, we do too. Yeah, right? so we need you to win one. I another, you know, one. another one. Yeah, and we'd like to come on and and be there when you win. Oh, photos and yeah, whatnot. Wow, fun. maybe uh-huh. get some. So when's the next one? When's the next? Uh, one? It's in June. June. It's usually right around Father's Day. Every year you you enter, right? I mean, you... you oh, yeah. Big okay. time. All right. You were giving me a little bit of a breakdown. Now, you set up at what time in the morning? Yeah. So the so the derby runs from 4 a.m. to, I believe, 2 p.m. or 4 p.m., something mm-hmm. like that. I mm-hmm. think that it's changed a little bit from year to year. Uh, so, yeah, you want to be there at, you know, well, it, it depends. If you're, uh, if you're like some people and you don't get there in time, you don't get your spot. Mm-hmm. So... So actually, uh, every year my spot now. But the uh, a few years back, I had gotten to my spot, and uh, being my first year, I had talked to the gas station, which is like the hub of town. It's the one gas <laughs> sure, station in town. Sure, sure. Um, if it was, if the spot that I was fishing in was legal, you know, for the the tournament, oh, mm-hmm. and they were like, yeah, definitely. So, but so I got there at like three. 40 in the morning, you know, and just get set up. And like 10 minutes later, this, uh, this gentleman comes up and, uh, and no, notably he steps on one of my extra rods that was on the ground. Oh no. 
Now, Ooh. it's it's 3.45 in the morning. It's dark out. Sure. So I'll give him some leeway, you know? Uh, but he tries to tell me that the spot that I'm fishing in isn't legal for the tournament. Oh. So I was like, well, no, I don't think so. You know, I've, I've asked about it. I'm good to go. And uh, eventually he's like, all right, I guess. You know, he figured out he wasn't going to talk me out of it. Um, but then before he leaves, he steps on my rod again. Oh, no. So. Oh, this guy was hot. Yeah. He was not happy with Kurt. No. Well, you know. Dirty come, Kurt, the carp <laughs> king of Wal- Waldo. Come to find out. And, and I'm calling out names here. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Write yeah. him down. Write him down. I'm ready. This, uh, you know, I won't give a last name. All right, all right. Well, this is Bob. Bob. Oh, Bob. Bob. Bob, if you're listening to this podcast, <laughs> oh, I haven't <laughs> forgotten. <laughs> no, so. But come to find Dirty out. Dirty Kurt, the car- carp king of Waldo, is coming for you, Bob. <laughs> not playing. This, He's not playing. This ain't a game. Okay. This is the derby. It's a dang the old derby. derby. I wish the you guys derby. could see his face right now. All right, <laughs> so you come to find out what about. I got to find out what happened with So, Bob. Bob. Bob was the defending champ. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and you were in his spot, weren't you? And I was in his spot. Mm, so you know what I did? Legal. Yeah, well. So uh, you know what I did the next year? No. You won it. I In his spot. <laughs> well, I, that year I won it in his spot. I got to figure out where the spot is. Next year, and that I can't, I can't disclose. <laughs> I got a couple little honey holes. <laughs> in case Bob's listening. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So what you were saying then that year, then you what? You won yeah, it the next the, year. So the next year, yeah. I got there like two hours earlier so that he could oh. he could piss off again. Jesus. So you were there at 2 in the morning? Well, it was probably like 2.30. Oh my but I gosh. just had to make sure. Like, I thought that he was going to one-up me and, and get, get there, there at like 3. Yeah. So I was waiting for him. What again. time did, did he stop by then at like 3 in the morning or 3.30? Or did he see you and then just walk away? He, yeah, he kind of, you know, walked up and then... Yeah. Asked if I was in the derby again, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, dude, I'm the king, <laughs> uh, Dirty <laughs> Kurt, Carb King of Waldo." So my name Dave. talking to you. I. Uh, it sounds so. Uh, Every that? time I see it you, it sounds now. so arrogant. Just mm, saying that I don't that. So, I carb think people. Are... No, 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 Dirty Kurt, <laughs> the Carb King oh, of Waldo. Yeah, I mean it. That is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah, rolls yeah. off the tongue. Oh. <laughs> It's actually tough. So smooth. So smooth. It's really tough to say. Yeah. But yeah. Um, no. So you know, Bob. Bob is actually a two-time champ. Mm. Oh, um, and you're a two-timer. A <laughs> I'm a one-timer. I've come close. You know, we've we've uh, tussled in the rankings here and there. So how does it work then? What is it all based on? How many fish, or the overall weight, or length, or top five, or how does it work then? Yeah, there there's a bu- a bunch of different categories. I mean, okay. for for being as little of an event as it is, they split it up, chop it up every which way they can to give sure, up everybody wins. prizes. And, you know. yeah, sure. Um, but it is overall, like, the, you know, the top prize is yeah. overall weight. So it okay. doesn't matter how many fish you catch. Actually, this last year, I caught more fish than Bob. Yeah. Took third place. He took second. Because he, he just had bigger fish. He had some, fish. He had some yeah. bigger fish. Mm, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Always but uh, fish. Because I've seen somewhere where it's like just like your overall top five fish get added together or whatever. Yeah, so. that's that's like bass tournaments, I okay. think. And yeah. but this, you know, they're just trying to get a lot of these fish out of the river yeah. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and have an event to do it. Yeah. Yep. Nice. So 
So what are your plans for this year? I mean, we're in the middle of the coldest time of the year. Mm-hmm. Are you? Do you? You know, keep your spot clear. Do you shovel it out? Do you? You know, I mean, is this? Well, let me tell you, Joe. There's no off season. <laughs> That's, <from carbon>. <laughs> That's kind of what I was getting at. I don't think there is the way you're talking. Now they don't. They don't really bite in the winter. You know, people don't ice fish for them. Yeah. Um, their metabolism kind of slow down, and mm-hmm. they get. Uh, they go into not a slumber, but you, yeah, know, you know they're slow, slow patch. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but no, I'm game planning. I'm up. <laughs> I'm up getting ready for next year, Joe. I got some things that I need to do to help set myself. Every up. Every year, do you come up with like a new trick? Now, do you um, a trick? <laughs> do you, a magic trick? Yeah. Do you like? Um, when I was younger, I used to do a, the carp derby in Random Lake. Sure. And um, we used to, I guess, bait them. Uh, we'd go weeks before and throw corn in the spot we wanted to, to go. To. Yep. Do you do that? Uh, is that legal? Is that legal? Is that legal? And that's that I found out a couple of years into it. But um, it is not legal to jump for them. So, okay. Joe, you're a criminal, basically. <laughs> Add it to the list. Yeah. Um, that's fine. So, is there anything that you can disclose here on the podcast that any will tricks of the trade that for any well, no, yeah, upcoming yeah, or anything that you do? Derbiers, to, you know, I'll, I'll give you some some tips, ladies and gentlemen. Tips and tricks from Dirty Kurt, the Carp King of Waldo. All right, boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> so, some music write them down. This. So, uh, there in like a, I mentioned earlier, carp will eat just about anything. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, some things work better than others. Right. Um, I.e. I.e. some people make uh, homemade like dough balls okay. that uh, right. some will float, you know, okay. somewhere, somewhere on the bottom. Um, the name of them is going to come to me. Um, boilies. Yeah, so people use boilies. Um, they'll make, you know, bread balls, add corn to them, add, uh, you can, I mean, people, you can make them out of whatever. Okay. Um, right. You can add food coloring, food extracts, um Kool-Aid. General goopy slop. General, yep. It doesn't matter as long as it's sweet, sweet smelling. Okay. You know, sweet tasting. Um, that scent will carry well through the water. Nice. And the fish will uh, will react to that. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so there's a ton there of different things. Is there a certain you... time of day that is best for pulling in the, the monster, the slob? Well, I mean, I've had, I've had uh, fish bite all throughout the night, oh. day and night. Okay, but uh, generally morning bite is uh, is where you want to be. Okay, um, so right, you know, from right about sun up until for about twenty minutes before sun up to about maybe an hour after sun up. Huh. Um, I've had days where I've gone down and in an hour and forty five minutes I've caught twenty carp. Jeez. Oh wow! Yeah, like I I couldn't keep three lines in the water. <laughs> wow. Um, What's the best time of year to catch carp? Uh, so this is just closing information on the hot spots here, guys. <laughs> Give them the scoop here. This is a real thing. Dirty Kurt. No, I, I would say it's summertime, spring, Carp summer. King of Waldo. Okay. Um, I mean, they're, they're always there. You can, yeah. you can catch them up and up and throughout the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're. What's the largest fish you've ever caught then? Or the largest that I've uh, pulled out is, I want to say, just under six pounds, just under oh. seven pounds. Is that 
I mean, when you say that, I, I think that's kind of small. But you said earlier that you can catch up to 100 pounders. So, I mean, obviously the 100 pounder is probably the once in a lifetime catch. Yeah, I, I mean, there's different species of carp. Some will okay. grow larger than others. Okay. Uh, and it's, I mean, a carp is basically just a giant goldfish. That's mm. okay. They're they're similar species. Okay. Um. But like a goldfish will grow as big as their environment allows them, and, and really any fish will. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it it all comes to how big of an area they have to forward. How you know how much food availability is there? Sure. Uh, and, and in like the area around where I live, there's, it's pretty rutted up. There's not a ton for them to feed off of. Gotcha. Uh, so they, they're only ever going to get so big. So okay. six is a pretty big fish then in your area. I mean, really, you know, you hear about giant fish and, and you think that six pounds is a small fish. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a 30 inch fish. That's, oh, it's a I good gotcha. size fish. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Especially go. on two pound test guy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you're talking dirty. Well, you're dirty, choosing to do the two uh, two pound. Oh, well, though. I would just have the thirty pounder. Be like, all right, come over here, fishy fish. <laughs> Make it easy. Sound like so, Ernie and Burp. Bro. So when you <laughs> stop. So when you uh, when you for the tournament, then do you still use the two pound or is just the thirty and just reel them in? No, I don't go with the thirty. Okay. Um, you know, I've gone as low as two, but kind of my average because I I have used these same rods for pan fishing later. Um, so for the derby, I'll use like a four pound test, maybe a six pound okay. uh, if it's on a bass rod. But um, yeah, I mean, I keep it, I keep it fun. But when it comes to derby time, that's you know, that's you, what you, I thought. You'd, you got to change your game tactics a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, I mean, it's the real deal now. Yeah, you don't want to lose one because of your line. And that's the thing, yeah. you know. You uh, make you get... sure you got fresh hooks on. <laughs> Not messing around for that. Do other. you use a treble hook? Or do you use a one hook? No, a uh, single hook. And and there, too, uh, based on how the, the fish's mouth is built and just they're used to eating off the bottom. So I, I just use a, uh, it's called a C hook. Okay. Um, it's a little bit, you know, more C-shaped than a regular hook. Ah, uh, And then yep. I kind of bend it up, corkscrew it up a little bit. See, now I'm giving you guys... No, I'm giving you guys some time. Yeah, Evan and Deep. Joe's right now. Dirty he's gonna He's going to enter the tournament the next year. The king. Of what? Yeah, I mean, if if you boys think you can hang with the old... Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> Nothing. I might give it a shot. Come on, cast some dang old dang carp I'll, with me, I'll come hang out and drink beers, but uh, that's about it. I'll watch. Dang hang old out. dang old carp. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Come on, drink you some beer. That'd be can fun. you guys do... Te- is there teams? No, oh, okay. um, there's not. But but so here here's another thing that okay. needs to be taken into consideration here. Let's do this. Take it into consideration. Uh, so... Every year up to now, they they add bow fishing and rod fishing in the same category. Now, carp bow fishing is fun. I did that for the first time last summer. Blast. Yeah, it's super rad. Mm-hmm. Like, go around in a boat with light shining. Yep. You can it's see at the night. fish in the water. It's at night. Uh, and you can, you, you can see Shoot them. them. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, this last year, the, uh, the gentleman that, was, that won the derby won it with a bow. And he just destroyed everybody else in the tournament. Um, like, so wait, wait, wait. How does that work? He's doing it during the daytime? I've never seen daytime boat fishing. Yeah. I mean... Uh, the water's that clear? You know, I wasn't I wasn't paying attention too much to what he was doing. Yeah, you had your and own I fight. had an agenda. Yeah, yeah. But uh, 
But I'm not sure if he had lights that he was seeing them or, you know, certain spots in the water. Hmm. Um, he could see enough of, you know, enough of them to, uh, to get angles on them. But, yeah, yeah he, he shot, like, four times the amount of fish that anybody else did. Oh, wow. Poundage-wise. That's amazing. That. I feel so like there should be different so categories. You, are, you, are you a little bit nervous now? I mean, are you thinking of switching up your strategy to the point where you might uh, bow uh, fish them? I don't, you know, I think it was, I don't want to say it was a one-off. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe what I do is He got just, lucky. He got lucky. Whatever. <laughs> it's a one-off. It's a onesie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he's he's no Bob. He's no two-time <laughs> champ. Not yet, anyway. But but he's got some clout in the game now. Sure. Um, God. He's switching the game, my man. Yeah, he is. But, you know, maybe maybe I just need to go out and uh, bowfish that you know pond be dry before he can. <laughs> you know be interesting? Do you think it's legal to use rods and a bow? Uh Push the boundaries. Just saying. I mean, think about legal, it. Legal, yes. I don't know how that works in the in their categories. Mm-hmm. Okay, but uh, hey, huh. man. Just saying. Now you were saying something about um, before we were recording stats. Yeah. So, and part of what what really makes me think that this is a big competition there, you know, originally was they hand out stats from every year that they've done the derby. So every year that you know, what? you go, you know, you know, the, the previous champs, what kind of numbers they put up, and uh, who the heavy hitters are in town. So your name is on those stats. My name is on there. How I, many people uh, are on the, the list there? I mean, is it, I, are we talking like 10? Are we talking 100? I mean, this is over, this is over several years. But and I, where I'd do you stack up? You know, all time? Yeah. I'm like seventh. Seventh Jeez, you're most, in the top 10. Most pounds in the boat. Granted. You were in the top ten. Oh. That's a big. Well, deal. now I know what uh, Bob's last name is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm coming for you, sir. Oh, there's Kurt. But there you are. Does it say Dirty and, Kurt? And I missed the oh. first oh. four years of the Derby. I think mm. so. You know, I'm, I'm. That's a big deal to be in the top ten after missing the first four years. I'm getting there. You know what? Actually, the year that I won, mm-hmm. uh, and then the next year I took second. But both of those years, I didn't even fish the whole Derby. I wow. fished from eleven or uh, from four in the morning until like eleven, eleven thirty, and then I had to go to work. That's so the, crazy, the, man. The year that I won, I actually didn't know whether I won or not, <laughs> and I kept texting my wife on on each of my breaks, like, "Hey, have you heard anything?" And then they they stopped by with all the prizes because uh, they have envelopes for different categories yeah. and small giveaways. And yeah, she finally told me she's like, "Oh yeah, you." They just dropped off. It was like. $150 worth of, like, from individual oh, categories sure. that I had won. Holy smokes, man. The fact yeah. that you're in the top 10, though, I mean, that's... Hey, thanks, Joe. Dirty I mean, Kurt, the carb king of Waldo. I'm, yeah. I'm crawling up, so crawling through the ranks. So your 2015 winner, that was you, was the seventh all-time record. How many people do this? Uh, it's tough. To, there's probably maybe 30 people in okay. it. There's a bunch of kids that sure, you don't get sure. in it, too, but... Um, yeah, you know I'm I'm climbing my way up through the through the record books there. Yeah, uh, so you, you also have the 14th like best Tom one. Brady. You have, I think like the 19th best one. So you're in here a couple times. Man, that's got to be. That's got to feel pretty special. Yeah, it means a lot to me. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> well, they have a 15 and under category too. Yeah, I mean that's the the cool event is almost more for the kids then. Uh-huh. 
This one girl, who's uh, the fourth one, Tessa, she actually has, quote, the Carp Derby Queen. Yeah, I, I first seen that today. Yeah, ever. so, so uh, clearly, Kurt, you can get uh, a Dirty nickname. Dirty Kurt, the Carp King of Waldo. Yeah, you should have I, that on there. My goodness. It's unfair that she's got a nickname and you don't. I don't Well, I, don't. I think it's what you declare yourself as when you sign up. <laughs> oh. So, so clearly this year's winner is going to be Dirty Kurt. The Carp King of Waldo. Yeah. All right, so you... Uh, this year, it, it's getting a little muddy in the waters with uh, bow fishing and, and uh, rod fishing. Yep. Um, so it may be a little bit treacherous next season mm-hmm. when you're when you're lining up at the finish line. Yeah. But um, what uh, what do you look forward to most? What what draws you to this uh, competition? I mean, I guess the the competition is just kind of a, a side thought, but. Sure. Uh, it is really fun to carp fish. Sure. And granted, you can just kind of sit back and chill out. Fishing is fun in general. Like, yeah, you just, you just enjoy you put lines on the bottom. You can sit there with the beverage if, <laughs> yeah, if, uh, yeah. if you're so inclined. But uh, no, but being that they are, you know, they are a smart fish. They're um, they fight really, really tough fighters. They're uh, they're they're known, you know, worldwide as the Conor McGregor's of the lake. Oh my! Yeah, now, this. Is, New development. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you just you don't talk to the right circles. You know, okay, nah, that's fine. I believe you one hundred percent. No, but just uh, it's, uh, just as a hobby, and and like I said, there's nothing else going on in Waldo, so you just kind of find something that you have a knack for, and and uh, it's a good time. That's awesome. That's awesome. Can you please tell us about the carp cleaning initiative that's going on in carp cleaning, <laughs> not carp cleaning. Waldo <laughs> sounds like carpet cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it's the we're Waldo. not shampoo and carp. Oh, God, thank you. <laughs> well, I'm dirty, Kurt. I don't know. <laughs> um, with the, uh, the the pond, you guys are cleaning up the pond over there too. Yeah, well, you know, originally, like I say, part of my part of my moving there mm-hmm. was that I wanted to be able to fish myself, and then eventually, when I had a family, mm-hmm. you know, I'd take my sons or daughters fishing. I didn't know at the time. Um, but since I've learned that there there are only really carp in there and it's not great fishing, uh, I've actually joined the uh, the Waldo Pond Improvement Association. Jeez, um, which is it's not anything. It sounds big and fancy. They let you in with a name like Dirty Kurt. <laughs> they they you know what I signed up at uh, at weigh-ins. Okay, they, I was almost recruited. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. They were like, this guy, we gotta have him. Yeah. Gotta have him. No, uh, really, it's it's only you know a small group of, a small group of us there, but um, really just trying to you know take initiatives, um, organize. You know, the, the derby is actually part of the the fundraising mm. uh, in efforts to you know get water testing done, um, figure out what needs to be done overall to get the uh, the pond back to a state that it will maintain and sustain other life. That's awesome. Yeah. So, is there any way for uh, people outside of the association to like give money or anything? Or I guess let me. Know. Is there a website? I think they, they, yeah, I think they have a Facebook page. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, so it's it's kind of ironic that you know I, I picked this up as a sport and now I'm actively uh, <laughs> you know. Well, that's a good community mem- member, is what that is. I mean, let's be honest here. It's it's a good thing that. You know, you care about the community that you live in, and you want a better place for your kids. So yeah, it's a yeah, it's a big deal. 
And carp fishing's fun, but so is bass fishing. Yeah, and, and, yeah exactly. You know, pan fishing and everything else that you can uh, actually eat the fish. Eat and them, yes. yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Cool. So is there anything else you'd like to say about being Dirty Kurt, the carp king of Waldo? Man, I don't know. I feel like that's that's quite a spin on the name, though, from uh, from Kurt and Rika to old Dirty Kurt. <laughs> I didn't say old. <laughs> it's so brutal. It's such a brutal nickname. Uh, yeah, well, it's it's yours. So said thank with, you, friends. Said with love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So please, nobody listening, call me uh, <laughs> Dirty Kurt. Uh, it's too late. Yep, way too late. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you guys having. It's fun to learn yeah. about stuff that I, I have no idea anything about. Yeah, that you know. And you are more than knowledgeable. Yeah, you and it, are. A, tr- a carp champion. <laughs> and if you are uh, interested in learning more, uh, please contact Kurt. I'm sure he'd love to talk carp uh, with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Or if you want to join the derby, uh, Kurt will not talk to you and give you any <laughs> tips or tricks. But uh, uh, I'm sure I mean, he... I'll talk to you, but I'm only talking <laughs> trash. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, again, uh, uh, reiterating what Joe said, thank you very much for coming on. It's been a real real blast so yeah no and really if if anybody does uh is ever interested in going carp fishing uh checking it out i've got everything you can need just let me know really yeah uh, well that's very nice of you some carp fishing. i know literally no no joke here um some fishermen are they're jerks they they do not want people no. you know yeah i'm getting into their stuff so. i mean I've, I've had to dance around some of my some of my secrets here today <laughs> and just pour my heart out for everybody but no that, that's really nice of you to, to offer your um your expertise and yeah. your supplies so mm-hmm. yeah cool very cool but uh hey at the end of every podcast we have the guests sign us off so if you would not mind all right this is dirty kurt carp king of waldo and you've been listening to another episode of off the clock A podcast made the Johnsonville way, baby. guys are all right, you know? <laughs> <laughs>